0: It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa.
1: Good morning, Monday good morning. 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 Good morning to you. Good morning to you. How's everybody doing? You guys doing okay? You had a good weekend? Uh, we're here to kick start your weekend off. Uh, kick start your week off. <laughs> Not that we, I'm already wishing for the weekend already. What's up with that? <laughs> this is episode number 88, and we'll be taking a look back at the year that was 1988, as we've been doing all through the 80s so far in these episodes. We've got a list today of four positive things that happen to your body when you drink coffee every day.
0: Ooh, yeah, that's Mel- awesome.
1: Melissa has the word for your day. And of course, this is an interactive show. We say that all the time. So let us know what you want to talk about as you chat with us today. Thanks for tuning in.
0: You know, we love being with you, but we can't see you and we don't know that you've entered any of the rooms unless you chat in your chat box. So be sure and type out where you're from, where you're watching from and tuning in from. We love to know what's going on in your world, but the most important question we care to ask this morning, because we really want to know, is what is in your cup? That's right we care what you drink. We hope it's coffee. But if it's not, we are an equal opportunity drink lover. So if you're drinking something else, you let us know. Okay. That's that's
1: good. I like that. Equal equal opportunity drink lover.
0: I just made it up on the fly. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So I just want to jump to the chat box. This is really important. Okay. Tina Sparks in the house from Albany, Kentucky. I have to pause right here and say, Tina, you are on our birthday club. And last week, Tina was your birthday
1: yeah and so
0: terry and i want to wish tina sparks a that's very right. happy birthday
1: that's right it, it was a we were ready and roaring and here we are and here you are we're and so we're ready. glad yeah we were, we were all. we we're honor and ready. bless
0: you sister tina we are so grateful for you and we're thankful that you're joining us this morning so that we can celebrate you on your very special birth week month and we honor you
1: today. And happy we want to birthday. tell you, happy, happy birthday.
0: birthday.
1: That's right. There it is. Yay! Yay.
0: Yay. Thanks
1: for joining us, Tina. good to have you along.
0: Guess who else is in the house? Angie, Pastor Angie's tuning in from oh, Louisville, yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. She went to Sister Bean's this morning. What? And Isn't got, that the
1: place where you guys are wanting I want, to go?
0: Yes, I want to go there. They're not oh, open wow. all the time, but I want to go there. And she's drinking mint mocha in her cup, which is a perfect St. Patrick's Day drink. That for because sure it's is green. Well, maybe not, but it tastes green, right? And good morning. <laughs> good morning to Dustin May on his break this morning from Hiawatha, Kansas. Good morning, He's drinking buddy. Highlander Grog, and he has um great taste. In coffee, We yeah, love you, buddy. Yeah. So glad that you've tuned in. Absolutely. Good morning, Janice. Janice is drinking water in her bottle this morning. Fair enough. And MK here in Shelbyville, just down the street, she's having Starbucks decaf ice Pike Place coffee with almond milk. Good morning.
1: That's so good.
0: And Rick Grable, Pastor Rick is in the house. Hey. He's got Maxwell House in his cream. That's right. He drinks <laughs> cream with a little bit of coffee.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I've got a surprise. I'll tell you about here in a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, okay, the surprise is I don't have any cream in my coffee today. What? Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Ooh,
0: I can't wait. Pastor Roger Randall, good morning morning, from Topeka, Kansas. And Sister Tina, we bless you, we love you.
1: Yeah, hey, uh, Roger, praying for total healing, total restoration, buddy, still believing and hope you're doing better this week. And uh, he had a little doctor checkup and they said it looks good, things are happening the the way they should be, the Lord is healing. And so we're just gonna keep believing that, Amen. amen. Amen, yeah. And
0: okay, so Angie says Sister Beans Saturday is the best day oh. to
1: go. Where is Sister Beans?
0: It's over by Colonial Gardens, wherever that Biscuit Belly used to be, mm. but it oh, but yeah, it closed. Yeah. So it's oh. by Taco Luchador.
1: That was such Sister a sad Beans day. Sister Beans is right the...
0: next door to Colonial Gardens.
1: Biscuit Look Belly. At me,
0: knowing where things are in Louisville without looking at the <laughs> yeah, map. T-
1: we've been here how many years? Let's we we're dri- no talk we can, about it. We, no, we can drive around now without the GPS we're in doing most cases. Really well, you know, for a city like Louisville. Yeah. I mean, that's that's well, pretty and good. we
0: love it. And one of the things that's really cool is we love driving through our city and getting to know, yeah. praying for our city. We were all through our mile radius yesterday um, because we're having a honking big, so excited about Easter egg hunt from for our church, for our community. And so we were driving around looking at where we're hiding eggs and um, <laughs> it was awesome, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. Sorry, for sure. I got off topic. No, you just keep on going. Wait, is there uh,
0: anything off topic on... look.
1: We got oh, confirmation. Praise the Lord. Is For there anything Easter,
0: that's huh? off topic on the Good Morning Show, you guys?
1: Well. Mm, I mean, uh, as long as it's family friendly. Well, and, yeah, it's And be as be long as friendly, it edifies right?
0: Jesus. Okay, sure. yeah, there's some things that are off topic. Okay, <laughs> so... Good morning, if you're just tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa Wright. How much we love you. We are so glad that you're here. Why are we doing this, you might ask. Well, we very much want to encourage you. This world is kind of a dark place. The news is depressing, but one thing that's not is Jesus Christ. And so we wanna encourage you with the word of God. We wanna pray for you. It's not an interruption to our show. If you let us know how, we will stop and pray. It's very much a part of what we do. Also, a couple shout outs this morning. A great big shout out to the Shelbyville Postal workers 40065 as they work hard to sort and deliver our mail we're so grateful also we love our podcast listeners we can't see you and you can't see us but man we so love and appreciate you thank you for tuning in you could be listening to so many different things but you've chosen to spend some time listening to us and we're grateful for that
1: that's so good also
0: if you guys have a shout out besides the people who tune in and type in the chat box you're always going to get a shout out but if you guys have a shout out for like your work or Maybe, you know, there, there are groups of people that listen to podcasts while they work in their office or in like the post office. They, they listen to podcasts while they're sorting mail. That's why we give them a shout out. Um, say you have a coffee house. Big B coffee and you guys want to play the good morning show over your speakers we will give you and your employees and your customers a huge shout out yeah. we totally believe in honoring those who participate in the show because this show is absolutely zip without you it's Terry and I looking at each other and having some conversation it's really boring <laughs>
1: that's right hey and if you're uh, if you're looking for uh, things to uh, to do if they're on the uh, podcast you can listen to it on our website you can listen to it wherever you you get your podcasts. It could be uh, Apple Podcasts, it could be Spotify, uh, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, all those places. Wherever you find your podcasts, you should just search for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Yeah. If you leave the with Terry and Melissa off, you'll get a whole bunch of other stuff. But putting our name in there, it'll bring it up hundred percent every time.
0: Yeah, do it. Yeah. also you know what else you could do you could go to youtube and subscribe to our youtube channel and hit the bell for notifications make sure you like a few of the videos watch the shorts laugh make fun of us and uh, then share it with your friends to do the same.
1: Speaking of shorts, we need to do some more of those. Yeah, we, we need do. To get some more stuff edited and get. Also, things, I things saw out you there. in
0: your shorts yesterday uh, when we were doing baptism, <laughs> and it made me feel like spring and summers around the corner. Yeah, I
1: think it was Lanny that said, "Hey, is this your summer look or something like that?" I, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't have, uh, you know, nobody said anything about my white legs. I mean, my legs are the reason most people wear sunglasses because the sun reflection <laughs> off of them is just going to kill you."
0: Now, let's be honest, we had such a great day yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. baptism Sunday, hoo, woo, woo. so yeah. good but yeah. i want to know something let's talk about what's in your cup if there's mm. not creamer in there there's going to have to be a reason why we need to talk about this what's happening well First it's going to come up
1: in the next segment
0: oh it's a segment
1: well it'll be in the part where we're talking about how coffee uh, drinking coffee for your body
0: oh so can i talk about my coffee you
1: can talk about it i'll talk about mine too
0: okay what's in your cup
1: my michigan cherry my I Michigan cherry. Stuff.
0: Your Michigan cherries in my cup, also. I,
1: I also have just a little, a little, a little dripping, a little dropping of the birthday cake uh, sugar free uh, flavorings that we got oh. uh, at Christmas. Yeah. So, yeah. Does that,
0: does that make it nice? It does. Okay. It does. I love Michigan cherry. It is one of my absolute all time favorites. Michigan cherry is from Fredericks by Meyer. Meyer grocery store. Not like Fred Meyer, but M E I J E R Meyer. And so, if you have, they're not a lot of places, but if you have a Meyer. Grocery store near you, they have an awesome coffee selection. Ours does, anyways.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And one of the things that we get is their Frederick's brand. And honestly, their Michigan cherries out of this world. It is. Now if you don't like cherry, don't get it cuz it it really does taste like cherry. And yeah. some people don't like berry flavor. I oh, do. I is. think blueberry and cherry mixed with uh coffee is an incredible combination.
1: Yeah, let's talk about what Janice said. She had the most amazing weekend in this dark world.
0: Ah. Okay, Janice, oh, what explain. What is
1: it? They say spill the beans, spill Need the tea. Need more information. Is it? is it tea? yeah spill the tea girl yeah, there you go
0: or spill the tea girl all right bobby Patton in the <laughs> house morning, this morning buddy. good morning bobby we love you we bless you i hope to see you and chrissy at a farmer's market yeah i love we love farmer's market
1: Yeah, we still need to get over to the absolutely
0: farmer's market. do um we do something called a live stream on saturday morning <laughs> but so, it goes
1: well and he said that the the uh, farmer's market goes beyond the time i think that we do that so to hear, it should be uh tell us the uh, tell us the times bobby yeah. says he's gonna have to try to get that coffee. Well,
0: Bobby is going to have to give you all kinds of times because they participate in more than one farmer's
1: market. Well, get us started with at least one. The one over there off of, uh, was it off of the Bethel Church Road or something like that? Okay, so
0: Janice says, serving the homeless in downtown Houston Saturday morning. Let's just say God showed up and he loves to show out. Too much to type, but Yeah. God is so amazing. Ah, ah, Amen. I'm agreeing. I am totally agreeing. We're getting good testimonies this morning, yesterday, today, full of testimonies already about how good our God is. And you guys don't know, maybe you do, but he is worthy to be praised in all situations. But man, is he a healer? Man, is he a saver? How he purifies, how he delivers, how he moves amongst his kids. And in this dark world, he is the only source of authentic light.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Amen. Amen. I'm going to get started. I'm going to shift gears into the the different. All right. Hey, if you missed episode 87, since this is 88, that was on Saturday morning. We call it our Saturday morning setup. Sets you up for the weekend. That was on March 11th. And uh, we talked about the year that was 1987. We've mentioned that we kind of have a a little trend going right now that since we're in a decade that a lot of us know and love and and remember uh, most of the part uh, for the 80s, we're talking about different things like that. um, What made the year special? The word your day came from 1 Corinthians 13 the love chapter love, I Uh, love love the joke of the day came to us um, uh, from Lynn and uh, was about some electrified fruit Something like that.
0: <laughs> it was a good joke.
1: So check out episode eighty-seven and all of our previous episodes at our website, The Good TV. You can also see the joke of the day there on the jokes page, and lots of other things that we've already mentioned here this morning. So just go check it out and um, browse to your heart's—your dis- your heart till you till you can't browse no more.
0: There's also a shopping. So if you're oh, like a shopper, a you can go shop yeah. and stuff yeah. too.
1: Yeah. We need to add some more things to that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey,
0: Judy Sally says he's absolutely worthy to be praised. And she would know because she is getting word uh, promises and prophecy the Lord has told her two years ago, fulfilled in a total healing for her kidneys. Amen. Lord is doing amazing work there in Archdale, especially in Judy. So praise the Lord. Yeah, awesome. Janice said 15 came forward for prayer. Four of them were weeping uncontrollably, and she saw one totally fall out in the spirit. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. All of heaven rejoices when one turns to you. And I can't imagine the, the... celebration that's going on in heaven over 15. So, yep. Lord, we praise you. We thank you. We honor you, God, and we celebrate, too. Lives turn to you.
1: <laughs> Amen. Bobby, say praise the Woo! Lord.
0: Praising. <laughs> that's
1: right. Man, the weather. What's up, what's up this week? We've got like a cold chill snap thing going on here. Uh, I
0: really was in the spring spirit. Mm. I was really there. I've been working, and you know this, clearing out a corner. We have a corner that's overgrown in our yard that I think it had ornamental trees and plants in it at one point but they have been left to their own overgrowth and so i am i'm slowly clearing that out because we want to till up the ground for a garden i also have garden seeds that i'm starting in soil in the house um, so that after our last freeze we can get them in the ground i am not great with 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 uh growing a garden but we're gonna we're gonna figure this out right yeah yeah um, and we're gonna of have our own seeds. little victory garden and yep i got the seeds from this seed Library um, here in Shelby County, you can get garden herbs and flower seeds for free as long as they have them. You can get five packets a week, and so I'm going back this week to get five more. And um, I got tomatoes and cabbage and cucumbers and corn and beans. And I'm excited to also. I'm trying to find the best place to purchase seeds. Seeds are really expensive right now. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how much they've gone up, yeah. <clears throat> but.
1: Well, you know, it might be that thing because all the food prices have gone up. Everybody's starting to go to build their own gardens and uh, stuff. And now the prices are going up. I know that's the up.
0: case. It just feels like it highway it's robbery. It's everywhere. Yeah. But I'm not complaining. I'm not talking negative. I'm saying how exciting it is. I'm calling it a victory garden, victory in Jesus garden. Oh, yeah. I better go out and play that hymn for my plants. <laughs> I bet they'll grow better if, they're, if they're soaking it. in worship music.
1: Yeah. And while you're at it, uh, register that URL so that you can... Uh,
0: <laughs> victory in Jesus garden. Also... Um,
1: Janice says she's declaring her green thumb over you.
0: Yay. Thank you. I do not have a green thumb. If you know me, I kill everything inside, but I'm doing better. I have had two houseplants that have lasted almost a year. I am so excited about that. Also, I want to tell you outside, I'm a lot better at growing things, but I still need your green thumb um, impartation. Okay. So I'll receive that so that I'm not killing things.
1: Roger says they sang victory in
0: Jesus Jesus garden yesterday. (laughs) Yay. Dollar general has seeds really cheap. Do they? really bobby oh i could kiss you you are such a good source of information for me i'm grateful i mean not uh kiss you on the cheek it, that wasn't weird <laughs> and i thank you okay and so janice says now i have a green thumb and i'm receiving that green thumb in yeah. jesus name
1: Tina says it's snowing out where she's at
0: yeah this morning it was it was snowing mixed with snow here and that's yeah. not okay yeah because again my victory weird. garden in jesus also you guys, I feel like we're really close. I don't know why. No one has actually said this, but I think we're really close to selling our travel trailer. And you know, when we sell our travel trailer, there's there's a couple things that we're going to do. And one of those things is we're going to get our chickens and our hen house. And I really want to get that. So I'm really hopeful that we'll sell the travel trailer soon. By the way, if you're looking for a travel trailer, let us know. We've got a great one for sale.
1: Yeah, terryandmelissawright.com.
0: And no shame. I am not even ashamed to advertise that. So um, let me turn it over to my producer and say what's on the agenda today, babe.
1: Well, let's see. On the agenda today, we're going to be talking about things that happen to your body, positive things that happen to your body when you drink coffee every day. Um, and for those of you that are not drinking coffee, that's totally okay. It's just one of those things that popped up, and I was like, oh, those just are kind of interesting. you be unhealthy. Yeah. And so our next show also is going to be on Thursday night. Thursday night live. That'll Thursday be episode night eighty-nine. Live. And I'm looking forward to to that. Seeing what uh, Master Pastor Yoda comes up with for our introductions for we that, be, you If know. you
0: don't care two hoots about Terry and I, you got to tune in to the just beginning of Thursday night beginning. Beginning, live yeah. just to hear Ben Hill do our. and He is our yeah. announcer. If we had a second producer and a second co-host, it would totally be Ben.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. He always uh, has the
0: greatest ideas. They crack me up. And I don't ever really know what they are until I hear them. And I, I get so tickled at the beginning of the show <laughs> hearing it.
1: Uh, well, and Thursday night has kind of a zone vibe going because one, it is the hey! evening. And two, it is because we have different people who tune in and, uh, you know, people that are at work otherwise during the day. And uh, so it really adds some variety. We get people like John Jersey to come on and, you know. And I'm tell just,
0: Fat Albert oh, voices. Man, I, I love him. I know. Okay. Okay, so just walking into the room right now, I just saw him walk in and shut the door behind himself. Good morning, <laughs> Ben Hill, Master Pastor Yoda, in the house from Louisville, Kentucky. He's got Starbucks with vanilla powder this morning. He is an avid Starbucks supporter. <laughs> what was That. What was what? Did you sneeze or was no? It off? was a whoo. Oh no, I think On the, the, dog. the music. Oh, was it? Yeah, they I'm go. Sorry, Whoa. I thought. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, aka MacGyver, Ben Hill, aka MacGyver. Janice says it's true. There's that he's. There's so much he can do. Also, he and Missy and Chloe really helped me yesterday with pictures because our live stream from our church service decided to do something really bad. And so I missed the video stream of the baptisms. And since we were able and honored to baptize our daughter, Baylor, I was really, really sad to not have that. And so Ben coming in clutch, sending me pictures and totally making my sad face turn happy. Thank you, Ben.
1: It was good. It was a good day, for sure. For sure. Yep. Well, what do you say we'll talk about uh, some of these things, four positive things that happen to your body when you drink coffee every day? I want to hear. Yeah? Because, I mean, there's statistics to prove that drinking coffee can be good for you. In fact, 54% of Americans over the age of 18 drink an average of three cups per day. The equivalent to $40 billion spent solely on the ever-so-popular cup of joe. And with over half of that American adult population sharing the same admiration for good old java, what else you want to call it? What's happening inside our bodies if we're drinking it every single day? You're probably wondering that. You may have asked that question, or maybe not. But if you did, we've got some answers for you. And fortunately, it seems that drinking coffee is actually pretty healthy. And no, this does not come from the Coffee uh, Brewers Association of America. You know, like milk, it does a body good, came from the Dairy Association. No, it's not that. I can get you links for all this stuff uh, if you want to find it on our show notes on the website. But the first one is, you might decrease your chances of developing cancer and other diseases. There are studies that have shown that since the discovery of the coffee plant, we talked about this the other day, was it just last show? We like, talk about whoever, coffee every show. No, yeah. no, we said whoever thought of right. doing this, That's right? That's exactly what I said. Yeah. I mean,
0: seriously, who looked at the cherry like the cherry? Yeah, well, on I got the your plant. answer right here. Okay, since let's The discovery
1: it. of the coffee plant. Which is said to have originated in Ethiopia when a goat herder noticed his goats increased energy levels after they accidentally consumed the unknown berries that were on these bushes. Science has made great advances in the coffee world. Can you imagine seeing your goats jumping all over the place and you're like, what is going on? And you see that they ate that stuff over there. So
0: okay, but still, I still have questions, and I appreciate this uh, uh, coffee origin story. And I'm going to agree with it. I don't know that it's fact, but I'm going to agree into it. But here's my question: Even though you see your goats with increased energy after eating a red berry, what makes you pick that berry, roast that berry, grind? That thing you just—I don't know roasted, if it happened—that quickly. Hot water all in over once. it. Like there are things yeah. that had probably to happen. An evolution oh, of you coffee.
1: Think? Yeah, I'll, I'll look that up for you. I'm a have creationist. Yeah, ben, I'm
0: not an evolutionist.
1: Ben will probably have answers for us on that. Okay. I don't know. Right.
0: Janice is quick on the Google search too. For just starters, saying. the
1: average American gets—we won't get through this one if we keep that.
0: <laughs> I'll stop. I'll
1: stop. <laughs> for starters, the average American gets most of their antioxidants from coffee. Right. With New York is in the lead, drinking almost seven times as much as the rest of the. United really? States. Yeah. Go New
0: Yorkers. Yeah.
1: So moderate coffee consumption, three to five cups a day, may be linked to decreased mortality from a lot of causes, like uh, a reduced uh, risk of developing type 2 diabetes, um, Parkinson's disease, dementia, liver cirrhosis, and certain cancers, including liver and endometrium. They have don- done extensive studies on a lot of this. And the experts make a note, however, that coffee's benefits are best attained with black caffeinated coffee, hence... No problem. My cup not having any creamer today. I Seriously? wanted to try it and see how good it is. Really? Yeah, they say that for the <laughs> antioxidants to work, you've got to give up your cream and sugar, right? And if you can't, they, uh, they've given us a link for some healthy homemade creamer that uh, should kind of help balance out things uh, that doesn't have a lot of the additives that uh, store-bought stuff does. Number two, your overall mood might improve. In addition to preventing disease, it's also helpful uh, that it would uh, correlate some things that happen in our brain. Um, They're seen especially uh, at low levels of consumption. And caffeine has been associated with positive actions on the brain, including improved, improved mental alertness and attention and help with concentration and your mood, of course, being elevated. And on the note of an improved mood, uh, they say ultimately a decrease in depression. According to um, AARP has even done a study on this. Coffee cuts suicide risk. Think about it. A 2013 study by Harvard School of Public Health found that those who drank two to three cups of caffeinated coffee a day cut their suicide risk by 45%, possibly because of the stimulant effect that helps boost our moods in that. So, it's even helpful in that. I know.
0: Look how quiet I'm being so I don't interrupt your thing.
1: You're awesome. Well, you want to take, you can make a comment after each one if you'd like. Ben said
0: something funny. He said, I'm thinking fainting goats might have eaten the coffee.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, maybe that's what the case might have been. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Roger's telling me not to go to the dark side with my, uh, not adding creamer to my coffee. Yeah, I
0: can't wait to. To get your perspective on on how you like it. It
1: actually tastes good. Number three, it might enhance memory retention. Uh, While the positive effect on alertness, attention, concentration, and mood is not a a big surprise, um, the ability to enhance memory retention is based on a fairly new study. According to the Journal of Natural uh, Neuroscience, caffeine enhanced performance 24 hours after... They took it after administration, okay? And they concluded that caffeine enhanced the consolidation of long term memories in humans. That's why you have such a good memory. Do you think so? I think so. Well, I that thought, and the Lord, and I just too. thought it was a
0: gift from God. But well, that's exciting. I mean, I, I thank you, Jesus, for caffeine.
1: You're helping it with that. But it's important to note that more caffeine is not necessarily better, uh, nor will it always prove to have a positive impact on your productivity.
0: Well, so we Because I to- can
1: drink coffee and fall asleep. <laughs> Seriously.
0: Can. Yeah, I know you can. Yeah that's exciting what were
1: you gonna say about that you had something, I had you forget?
0: something wonderful t- oh if you want your productivity to be increased you actually have to put a little elbow grease behind the caffeine right not just rely
1: on well couch. sure it's not the uh, it's not like a, a what do they call it a silver bullet or whatever it's not gonna right. be one cure for it all uh the, the last thing is it might help you become a better athlete or more active right uh and so if you're an athlete and you're a coffee lover you're in luck and if not Maybe it'll turn somebody into, you know what, doing their first uh, 5K or something. Uh, As it turns out, uh, there's a benefit from both mental and physical properties from coffee. Um, they say the all-natural caffeine in coffee has been associated with improved physical performance, especially in aerobic or endurance exercises. Uh, it might heighten your performance during uh, both prolonged and short-term workouts, so it's not just for people who are, you know, doing marathons or, or just short little bursts. Um, it has something to do with working in the receptors in the brain to turn off the part that recognizes that, uh, that chemical adenosine, which is a chemical that causes a tired sensation. So it has ability. That's why they say, if you're feeling tired, drink coffee and it'll help wake you up. Right. In that sense, there's a decrease in the feelings of fatigue. uh, But the warning here, the caveat is also a decreased uh, concentration of alertness to pain. Right. So you want to make sure you're not like just tearing things up. Man, I sure am. These weights, they're just, uh, you know, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, what was I thinking? Like, like Ben Hill on the day after leg day, you know, Uh, there's but in all those positive effects. There are a couple of uh, negative kind of things that we just might mention because uh, it might negatively affect your daily routine if maybe you're sensitive to caffeine or consumed in excess. Some people just, they can't handle any caffeine whatsoever. And so you have to really be... What do you mean excess?
0: If it's good in one cup, it's good in one pot, right? Well,
1: I I don't know how they measure it, but what I'm saying is is that if you are sensitive to it, if you're paying attention to what your body's saying, really is what the big part of this is, uh, or if your doctor has recommended, no, I strongly recommend against it, maybe it's a blood pressure issue or whatever it might be, uh, you just have to kind of use common sense in those areas. So not saying it's going to fix it for everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah, That's still, that's really good information. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about this. Um, Angie said that if you put two tablespoons of real butter and emulsify it, it acts like creamer and it's keto friendly.
1: Is that Jay's butter?
0: Yeah. It's like bulletproof coffee or keto coffee or stuff like that. And so I know a lot of people do it and they enjoy it. I've never tried it. You did. I did. And you liked it.
1: I did, um, but I haven't continued it because I don't know if I just didn't get the recipe right, or if I put too much butter in, or what it was. It just kind of left a really weird taste in my mouth, a filmy thing. I don't know. Maybe maybe I wasn't using real butter.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I Could well, be. you know, I only buy real butter, yeah. so I'm not it's, sure it's what where had you're here. coming with that. Okay. I don't. I don't per personally put anything in my coffee um now occasionally in the afternoon if i have a cold brew i will um add just a little bit of half and half and like a fun sugar-free flavor I, I don't mind saying that. That's just kind of a fun drink, but it keeps it healthy. Angie um, says
1: that bullet coffee. Yeah. is What they what they refer to it as. Yeah. And
0: Ben says leg day blah. Oh. The day, oh, the day after the leg, leg day, day
1: is. Uh, <laughs> did I
0: say that right? <laughs> MK says decaf. She is our best decaf drinker. Yeah. She is the decaf girl.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And yeah. Um, <laughs> Ben says butter. <laughs> the creamer. It sounds sounds Amish. Amish.
1: That's funny. Oh man.
0: Um. She uses landa like salted yeah. butter in yep. hers yeah. okay good to know thank you for that tip and a lot of people are doing a keto lifestyle so that's helpful that's helpful yeah. also I did want to say something um, you know those creamers like if you're going to drink them don't read the ingredient li- list because you're like what exactly is this stuff it's like a chemical you have to have a chemical engineer to degree to be able to, to like,
1: decipher it for you yeah
0: there's a lot of stuff in those translate they, it they taste pretty outstanding but
1: yeah no yeah.
0: shade that way. Just saying, there's some stuff. <laughs> there's some stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, that's But that I good. think
0: the best way to handle that is just don't read the list and you're fine, right?
1: Right, right. Well, I just wanted to pass those along because they came through my email this morning and I thought, oh, okay, that's timely. And uh, for the coffee drinkers out there, we want to know that, hey, it's doing some good stuff. Well, in too.
0: Janice tried coffee last week Yeah, um, she did. and apparently did not go well because she said adding coffee to your diet will make you lose weight because it makes you throw up. So I'm a guessing <laughs> that she did not care is that for that. The, that's the whole. I think is chain? where I think okay. where that is happening from. But I want to talk to you about your impressions of drinking your morning coffee without. Can I look at it? Yeah.
1: I mean, it just looks <laughs> wow. like your coffee.
0: It does. I'm proud of you, Terry. That's Terry's. And so I want to know what you think.
1: It's it's tastes like coffee. Doesn't well, taste like like what Brett describes it as?
0: Well, Brett Brett's opinion is not what we're <laughs> discussing here today because our son does not like coffee. He doesn't like it cold mixed with anything. He doesn't like it hot mixed with anything. He does not like it. He calls it dirty brown bean water. And so <laughs> I want to know what you think though based on what you drink every day. This is very I, different for you. I
1: think I think what I enjoy about creamer is the variety of flavors that the creamer brings into the flavoring. So well, it's that's kind of, got to
0: be out of the equation now because we have so many different flavors of coffee. I mean, we yeah. literally have what do you think? Seven or eight different yeah. flavors and in with, there.
1: And, and I can tell you that two or three different creamer flavors that I have between uh, the sweet cream and uh, the, the others creme that brulee I crème they actually enhance different qualities of flavor within the coffee.
0: Ah, uh, so you're getting a whole new so it's flavor bringing profile. Out, yeah,
1: it's bringing out something else like, you know, when they go, oh, it's got kind of a whatever flavor to it, you know, and if it's Michigan cherry, I would just use the the, uh, the sweet cream because it would enhance that cherry yeah, flavor and I bring it, it up another level. But if I put in the crème brûlée, it kind of takes it another way because that that's got a buttery flavor to it, kind of almost a butterscotch, you know, leaning. I get it. And so, yeah. so But
0: you're enjoying this. Uh,
1: this is good. Can this you is good. do it
0: every day? Are you making like a wholesale change no, or is this a no, once in a lifetime I deal? To, no,
1: I could do it every once in a while, and especially when we have Michigan cherry. So, you know.
0: yeah. So, I don't think it's going to stick is what that means. So, Ben <laughs> says about a thousand years after Christ, It wasn't Ethiopians or Italians, but the Arabs who became the very first to start roasting and grinding coffee beans to brew them up with hot water. Brilliant. There you go. Arabians, brilliant. Thank you. (laughs) Because I think there's a lot, that had to happen between the goats and their excitement with the red berries to what we're drinking today. There's a lot <laughs> of information missing in there. So thank you for filling in some of those gaps, Ben. I appreciate that.
1: He said, so he guessed Jesus didn't drink coffee. Oh, <laughs> well, uh,
0: Well, Janice says she loves Brett so much more now. He's her people. Really? And that's because of his dirty bean water you, co- it, comments.
1: It, Janice, it's more than that. He said he could actually taste the dirt under the fingernails of the guy down in um, Central America who picked the bean off the tree.
0: He said, I <laughs> could taste the dirt under the nails of Juan Valdez. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, So, Which, you know, before, you, get, you, before know, you go hopping on that bandwagon, you better be sure be clear, where it's going. You
0: know, at some point, we probably need to do a, a split screen and have him on here. Brett, <laughs> Brett is his own source of, I mean, entertainment. He's yeah. our source of entertainment as well. And you guys would definitely be entertained by Brett. But he does have some very strong opinions and so maybe i think brett is one of those flavors that you have to experience for yourself so we'll probably just need to bring him yeah. on in fact we'll probably talk to him he's he's coming to town tomorrow um we get to spend the day with jed man and so maybe we just need to ask him when he'll be available for a live stream <laughs> we'll actually be with him saturday morning so maybe we can pull him into an on the road live stream
1: oh wow well, we'll see
0: that would be a treat
1: yeah yeah how about a little word for your day today I,
0: yeah i'd love that i've been debating this morning where to share from um i think i'll just share from three verses in matthew i'm going to set this up for you um we're talking about christ we're in the gospel of matthew matthew 27 12 through 14 matthew 27 12 through 14 We are in the Lenten season. We are quickly approaching the Resurrection Sunday celebration. We're in Easter. And never is it more relevant of a time to really look at the life of Christ than in this season. I hope we are living the life of Christ every day but in your in your scripture reading I would just really uh, ask you to soak in the in the gospels in the lenten season. And here we are with Jesus who has now been betrayed by Judas, one of his disciples. He he was praying in the garden of Gethsemane. He had his last meal with his disciples. Judas has betrayed him. They have arrested him. They brought him before the Sanhedrin. They had a mock trial. They lied. They brought false witnesses about him they couldn't really pin any particular crime on christ why is that because he was utterly blameless he was sinless in every way he was perfect you cannot blame a man who is blameless you cannot find fault with a man who was sinless but i want to tell you that these these guys did that and it was prophesied that it would happen this way There's a lot to be said about the prophecy that Jesus fulfilled and Terry very beautifully preached on that yesterday, but I'm actually not going to talk about, um, the prophecy. I'm going to talk about what Jesus did in response. Now, I want you to remember that Jesus, if you are a son or a daughter of the living God, that means if you are in relationship with Christ and he is your savior, you are following his example. He is our example. He is our model. And we are called of the Lord to become more Christ-like. That's growing in maturity. Okay. Knowing that he is our example and knowing that he was put before of this false court. Roger Randall calls it a kangaroo court. That's a great description for it. Um, They were jealous of him. They were envious of him. There's many reasons why the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin did what they did. Um, I won't talk about those right now either. I just want to read some specific verses. They turn him over to Pontius Pilate. Okay, And so Pontius Pilate is the Roman ruler, the Roman governor of Jerusalem, Rome owned and had control over Jerusalem the Sanhedrin was the Jewish leaders uh, the church leaders of the synagogue in the temple and the court that ran the Jewish side but when something like this had to happen they had to turn him over to the Roman rulers because only Rome crucified and and murdered or condemned to death with the death penalty Jewish law prohibited putting anybody to death, even a criminal. And so in order to get their desire accomplished to have Christ killed and crucified, they had to turn him over to Roman rule. And Pontius Pilate takes hold of of Jesus and Jesus stood before the governor. This is uh, where we're going to pick up our reading now. And the governor questioned him saying, are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus said to him, it is as you say. Now listen, what happened after this? So there has to be another trial. So now the Sanhedrin comes before the governor to make their case against Christ so that he'll be crucified. And this is picking up the reading in Matthew 27, verse 12. And while he was being accused by the chief priests and the elders, He made no answer. Then Pilate said to him, do you not hear how many things they testify against you? And he did not answer him with regard to even a single charge so that the governor was quite amazed. The word of the Lord. So here's the thing. They have a mock trial. He defends himself, not one word. They have another mock trial before the Roman cohort and he defends himself, not one word. Every accusation that they made against him was a lie from the pit of hell and Jesus did not defend himself. It is so rare and it goes against every human fleshly instinct of self-preservation to not defend yourself in any way when someone is lying about you. We often and most of the time defend ourselves when someone's telling the truth about us. But Jesus said not a word. Now, the thing about this is we can say, oh yeah, people are put on trial all the time and they don't testify in their own behalf. That's true, but they are making a defense for themselves because an attorney is speaking for them. They have a defense attorney or a court-appointed defense attorney, and that attorney is making an argument, defending and saying these are the points against the argument, these accusations, and, and trying to shut down each accusation. That's what happens in a court of law. Every defendant gets a def- gets a defense, gets a chance to be defended. Even if that defendant never takes the stand to make their own defense, they're still defended. Christ had no advocate. Jesus had no attorney. There was no one loyal standing in place making a defense for him. And he was his only opportunity to make a defense. And he said not a word. Now, why is this important? Why would I bring this up today? I bring it up today because he is our example. And I believe there are far too many times that we open our mouth and we make a defense when we should keep our mouth shut and say nothing. Jesus is our defender. The Lord God is our defender. There are times that things are said against us that are true and we defend ourselves. There are times that are said against us that are untrue and we defend ourselves. Most of the time we should keep our mouth shut and not say a word. Jesus is our example, and this is put in here very specifically for a reason. You guys, not only are we not to make a defense for ourselves when we're accused of wrongdoing, the Lord is our defense, but we are also not okay to take the bait of the enemy when things are laid out in a potential argument or a potential question or a potential talking point on social media. People post stuff all the time trying to bait people and draw them in to having discussions, arguments, debates. Stop taking the bait of the enemy and replying to that stuff. Just keep on scrolling. And I don't care if you want to argue for or against the point that's being made. Stop speaking. If we're not speaking edifying words of life that glorify God and uplift the body, we need to shut our mouths. It's not our job to defend ourselves and make our reputation look good. Hey, if you're in relationship with Jesus Christ, you're dead to self. You're dead to your reputation. You don't have a reputation. You're alive for him. You're only glorifying him. And if he's telling you to keep your mouth shut, shut your mouth. I know this is not like the most exciting thing to talk about, but I promise you this. If we listened way more and talked way less, and I'm talking to myself here big time, we would bring more glory to God. And so I want us to be really, really careful. If we right now are being falsely accused, it's if it hasn't happened to you, it will. The day is coming when the world is going to accuse us more and more. I have a friend that I follow. Um, She's not really a personal friend, um, but I admire what she does greatly. We've interacted briefly, but she has a tremendous following. And she posted something uh, yesterday that was so biblically correct. It was edifying. It was beautiful. It edified the Lord, it edified the body. And I can't believe how many haters found fault with her truth. And I was like, how can you fault this? This is perfect truth. This is utter truth. Truth, why am I saying this? More and more the world will accuse us, more and more the world will condemn us, more and more the world will make false accusations toward us. And you are not called to defend yourself. If Jesus kept his mouth shut and made no defense, so too are we called. And so I want to just remind you today that when you're about to open your mouth and make a defense, stop and pray make a defense to your father make a defense to jesus and if jesus says you're right go ahead and say that then you speak but if jesus says don't say a word don't say a word we need to be a discerning people in this time not every conversation is for our input not every accusation is for our rebuttal and we need to follow the example of christ So, Jesus, today, I'm praying that you will give us the strength It takes courage and it takes strength for us to pull back and not defend ourselves. But, Lord, you are our perfect example. Lord, I don't want us to find uh, hypothetical situations when we should be defending ourselves. I don't want us to say or do anything unless your Holy Spirit is leading. And if we know for sure your Holy Spirit is leading, then I just want us to be obedient to what you're saying. Lord, we want to follow your example. We want to be more Christ-like. Lord, we want to honor you and glorify you and edify you, not ourselves. We don't want to be self-serving or self-preserving. We love you today, Jesus. I pray that you would make this truth our truth and it would go down deep. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. There's your word for the day.
1: Amen. Amen. Roger says that he's been convicted over that. Quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Me too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And Ben Hill says, we, the church, need to learn to change our world through love and actions and not just talk of love and actions. And if our words or actions are not from love, we need to stop, even if mid-sentence. That's that's very concise, very well-spoken. Truth. Yeah, yeah. Montine has amen and in there, and uh, Janice, so timely she says, so good word. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Yeah, right?
0: amen. We, Dave Ramsey came in. Yeah, good morning, yeah, David Ramsey. I saw David Ramsey was on. Dample, he was on break Illinois. at work. Good morning, Michael Edge.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: great to have you guys this morning. Praise the Lord. Thank Absolutely. you, Janice. Uh, I'll tell you guys. Um. Um. There are moments when it doesn't feel like it's easy to live for Jesus, but it's always worth it. But I don't think it's going to get any easier. So I think we have opportunity to practice now, right? We can practice now. Judy says, wanting to protect your reputation is a big deal with the Lord, I think. It can be an idol. I once prayed, Lord, if I love my reputation more than I do you, you give me my reputation.
1: She says, I I give you you my reputation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's the truth. You guys, um, we, we have to, um, we have to die to ourself, to our reputation, to our agenda. Come on to our ambition, right? We got to die to that stuff. That's, that's really dying to self. And that's, not easy because death is painful. Some of these things where we have to put ourselves to death and we have to not choose our way but we have to go his way. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Some of it is painful, but it is so worth it. And what a beautiful time to practice now so that as these days get darker, we are prepared. We are prepared to keep our mouth shut. We are prepared to die to self better. We are prepared to not have an agenda, an ambition or a reputation. Yeah. But yeah. just to be ambassadors for Christ.
1: Yeah. Janice is telling you that she loves that you're so obedient to speak what the Lord is telling you, even when it's hard.
0: Thank you, Janice. You know? Thank yeah. you. You know, when we were um, just doing itinerant evangelist work, you know, we would swoop in, do a church service for less than a week. Oh, and, yeah. you know, we would share the hard truth of God and yep. leave because we weren't there to deal with the people afterward. <laughs> it was easy to be obedient and preach a hard word and then let the pastor sort of deal, work that sure. out. And the Lord work that out. It's a different story story now. Um, that was the calling on our life and the Lord gave us a great grace to travel and sing and, and minister and evangelize and have revivals. And um, I, the Lord used that and it was not only wonderful for others but it was really good for us. But we're in a different season now when we dig in and we have to share the word and then follow up with the work of the word. And I tell you what, it's an honor but it's a not easy work. But nothing we put our hand to is going to be easy. But it is going to be worth it as it long will. as we're in the center of the Lord's will, being radically obedient to what he's called each of us to do.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: And we do need each other. Janice says we need each other in these dark times to hold each other accountable. We do. We do need each other. The body is so critical. That's why we do this live stream. It really is. We need each other
1: yeah so, well, and and you know we say this all the time that uh, we're here to encourage and um you guys of course encourage us but we need a lot more encouragement in this world i mean it seems like it's so easy to hear all the bad news and to get beat up all the time and to be yep. told what we should be doing instead of being um well as you mentioned in your prayer call this morning calling out the gold in each other yeah. and recognizing the good that god is doing through us and in us and so
0: let me yeah. just say something else um I, I I am I'm very careful how much social media I take in. I'm 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 careful cuz I think it can be a real a real dangerous place for our um for our what we're receiving. We got to be really careful about that. But I just want to put a blanket warning out there. If you if you're a pastor, if you're a shepherd, if you're a preacher, you need to be really really careful not only what you post, but what you're looking at. And what groups you're a part of, what, what posts you're liking, what posts you're commenting or on, sharing. what mm-hmm. you're sharing. Listen, what you're doing is very, very public. People see what you're doing. I have been, a few weeks ago, I saw some things from some pastors that are very close to me and I was so, so brokenhearted. It, it took, Terry can attest to this, it took a whole afternoon and evening of... Weeping, I was broken. I was so sad to see what some pastors were agreeing with. If you're preaching truth on Sunday, please live the truth the rest of the week to the best of your ability and get off Facebook. Some of you need to get off Facebook. I say this with, I love, love, love you, but get off Facebook. You're doing damage to yourself and others are watching you do it. So it's totally hurting your witness and it's not representing Christ well. I'm done.
1: No, that's okay. Janice says we also need to be aware of coming into agreement with stuff that is spoken around. That's a tough topic because sometimes speaking up about it uh, against it is hard and being silent is almost like you're agreeing with it. So what do you do?
0: I don't want to be ambiguous and like make those blanket statements and it seem passive aggressive. Um, I don't know if I need to explain a little bit more, but there's a lot of hate groups out there and that come in the name of Jesus in the name of the church like they're uh, what do you call them a heresy watchdog groups and they just absolutely bash people. Um, yeah. can I say this?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's...
0: We have been the target of that.
1: There's there's, there's lots of uh, things out there. I mean, and, and people, and they're people trying think, to do it all for the sake of Jesus. They're And they're, they're saying being they are. deceived.
0: Yeah. And so when pastors get on there and like they're bashing people that you say you're, you're friends with... You're talking about with, like
1: Facebook groups and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: You guys, stop doing that. We see yeah. you. Not yeah. just us. <laughs> Everyone sees you doing it. You're not it's not even hidden well and it it tampers with your ability to preach
1: ben hill truth. says in the false name of the church jesus had something to say for those folks he said uh, you did all these things in my name but i don't know you i'm not mm-hmm. su- i don't know who you are
0: this so, is not positive sorry yeah, i went down nope, this path will you no, guys forgive me <laughs> forgive me you guys i want to be uplifting and i want to be uh, that do not touch my anointed is very dangerous roger and that's exactly what some of this stuff is about and i'm going to be honest with you actually even though we have been we have been bashed we this is not some of the stuff i'm talking about this is not about us personally this is about what we're seeing other people do and guess what there are some false prophets out there be very careful calling down stuff like that be very very careful if you disagree with something maybe just unplug from it but don't make a wholesale statement against it and don't build up pages and stuff against it for pete's sake there's no love in that
1: yeah yeah
0: Yep. Shauna, good morning, Shauna good morning. from Maryville, Missouri. I teach kids that we have to protect our image center because if we are watching or participating in things that aren't of Jesus, our image center gets dirty and we can't see or hear what Jesus is speaking and teaching to us. That's Boy, good. isn't that the truth? Yeah, That's that the is truth. Good. Yeah. Roger says, uh, excuse me, Pastor Rick Grable says, time is short. Truth must be shared. I am saying this in love. Some of you guys, and, and the reason I'm saying this here is because a couple of these guys watch this last. Live stream. I just, I want you to check yourself. If something I'm saying today bothers you, why don't you just ask the Holy Spirit if it applies to you? How about that? It's not Melissa calling out people. I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to embarrass people. I'm never going to publicly call out people. I think that's not honoring to the Lord and it's not honoring to people. I, I, I don't have a problem going to someone one-on-one, but I also know this applies to more than one person. We just need to check ourselves. And I'll tell you something, this first applies to me I dare not say it without applying to myself and you guys even yesterday I said something and I was like why did I even say that I don't even know why
1: I even said that and I had to repent to the Lord I mean well it's like Judy saying she says lately I've gone to respond with stuff written it out and heard Holy Spirit saying to me, erase that.
0: Yeah. Said, good, gotta have, Judy.
1: <clears throat> we got to have discernment. We got to be... Delete, 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 delete.
0: I'm i like, okay, I answer. And then I'm like, blah, 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 Get off there.
1: Get off there. Sometimes that's good therapy. Just writing it out and not hitting send and deleting. I wouldn't put it in your text box or anything like that. Because what happens if you accidentally send Oops. it? Oops. Sometimes they say that getting those frustrations out and uh, putting them out there and, well, and putting it before the Lord. And the reason
0: this is kind of a craw in my throat is because I did a couple weeks ago go get on Facebook and look at things that I I have told myself I'm not going to get on and look at. I have a no scroll policy. I'm really careful on Facebook. I do post. I post for my job. I post for ministry purposes. I do not scroll through and read stuff because I do get... um, I can get very discouraged very quickly. And that affects me. It might not affect you. I'm not calling you out, but it affects me. So I'm really, really careful on Facebook in particular. I do not seem to have that problem with other forums, but for some reason, Facebook is a trigger for me to, to, to really go into a darker place. And I have to, like Shauna says, protect that. And when the Holy Spirit brings that to your awareness, get off of it. Stop scrolling, stop looking. And so I'm really, really careful about that. Okay. But I, I did it and I repent for looking And I I don't know what in tarnation. Yes, I do. I got baited into following a rabbit hole and going and looking at one or two of those hate sites because someone let me know that my picture was on there. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I, which it's not the first time. It's not even the second time. I was so sad to see people I call friend members of these groups and commenting and liking this stuff. My heart broke. My heart broke. And I'm like, who? Why are we liking hate? Why are we celebrating hate? Why are we celebrating curse curses and and words of death? Why are we celebrating this? This is not the church. This is not indicative of representing Jesus. This is not Christianity. And it's it's even more sad that several of these were pastors. Yeah. This is not who Jesus is, guys.
1: We really have to be aware We need to do better We definitely do Hey, our next show is going to be episode 89 That's going to be this Thursday night Thursday Night Live And in case you've just tuned in You've tuned into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa Our website is thegoodmorningshow.tv Where you can find all of our social links All of our podcast links are there And uh, previous episodes Just visit the blog there on the website And um, you can just uh, search for just about anything on the website there as well And uh, we welcome you
0: Thanks for tuning in. Sorry, I went dark. <clears throat> Sorry, I went dark for a little while. I'm back. I'm back in the light.
1: I love,
0: I love, yeah, I love. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Angie said she left one group for that exact reason. So there you go. Yep. We got to be using discernment. And if we don't know, know if we have discernment, we need to pray and ask for it. He um, says, Ju- just ask.
0: Judy says, um, for example, Jesus does not need me to defend the Asbury revival. That has been a major bait for for me, Judy says. Agreed. That's exactly what I'm talking about this morning, Judy. Not like pointing at you, but you are raising a perfect example. It is not our job to enter in into these negative conversations. We need to be like Christ and keep our mouths shut. And um, he's our defense. He's the defense of his move. If he's brought revival, which he has, then he'll defend it. And who cares what people will say? You know, you can say anything and you're always going to have somebody opposing you. If you really want people to like you, sell ice cream.
1: <laughs> but if yeah. you don't
0: care and you want to be responsible and obedient to what the Lord is calling us to do as Christians, as believers, don't worry about it. We're always going to have someone against us. It doesn't mean we hate them or react negatively. It means we love but sometimes we love by keeping our mouths shut like Jesus did. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason we shared that word today.
1: Yeah. Amen. A timely word.
0: Hey, can I ask you as we're wrapping up this this hour, um, what are we wrapping up with today? What's on the agenda? The last
1: four and a half minutes here or so, we're going to talk about the year that was 1988. Do you remember where you were in 1988? Yeah. What, what grade were you in? You were in school.
0: I was in junior high.
1: Okay. All right. So the average cost of a postage stamp, if you were to send a, a letter to a pen pal back then was 25 cents. Really? 25 cents stamp. You could get a gallon of gas if you were driving for a buck and seven, dollar yeah? seven. Okay. A dozen of eggs, not seven dollars, but 89 cents. Wow. Yeah. Movie ticket for four bucks. You could go see the movies. And a new home was around $91,500, somewhere in that neighborhood. And the average income per year was about 24, 24, five. Huh. 24,000. Cool. We were saying words, you said cool, but you would have normally in the 80s said gnarly. That's gnarly, Dude.
0: I rarely said the word gnarly. How I promise you, dude? I said it. But what about dude? Yeah, a dude-ette? little bit. Yeah, a little, not so much. Dude, uh, but or
1: we we say like a lot. Yeah, or totally, totally. Yeah, you probably said that one. I, or, no,
0: I did. Did but you? Yeah, yeah, I. Yep. These a were little popular bit. slang words. Oh, a know. lot of us use.
1: How about this one? When you were disgusted. Oh, that is just so. Grody.
0: yep i said it
1: yeah <laughs> uh or if it was really awesome it was rad radical, yeah, radical. right mm-hmm. uh, or how about uh, gag me with a spoon yeah right
0: so you know i have this this uh, philosophy my dad told me something um dan clam um, my dad told me something growing up that always stuck with me. So it did color the way I speak. Um, even as a young person, my dad said that the vocabulary that we use is an indicator of our her level of intelligence. <laughs> now is that true or not? I don't know. But it, it, dad said that to me at a young age. So I was kind of like very... Dad,
1: dad was speaking some wisdom there. I was I very so. conscious yeah. of
0: what I was saying.
1: Yeah. Janice said she was in college in 1988. And uh, let's see. She said you could also get a mac and cheese four for a dollar. Uh-huh. So you're a college student, that's what you're yeah. living on that budget, right? Yeah. yeah. And Rick says, hey dude, great show, right? <laughs> one of my good friends back home, uh, play some Skinner dude. Uh, would always be Rogers is
0: totally rad. Totally rad. Totally radical. See,
1: we were also wearing the fashion of the day, acid wash jeans. Yep. Uh, of course, we've talked about the original jams and yep. parachute pants. Hawaiian shirts were in style. I don't yep. know if that was a Tom Selleck thing or what, but uh, aviator jackets and sunglasses that was a Tom Cruise thing Top Gun was the big movie a year a couple years before Uh, Converse Chucks and Reebok High Tops they were all the rage
0: so I had in middle school uh, and I guess like my early freshman year I had saved up my money to buy um, Nike hiking boots. Do you uh, guys remember yeah, Nike yeah. colored hiking boots with the purple and the teal and the hot pink laces? Wow. And the, they were really
1: beautiful, very eighties colors. Too.
0: And um, you wore them with shorts. It was appropriate to wear your hiking Nike hikey boots, uh, hiking boots, hiking Nike with, hiking boots. with yep, Your slouch socks pushed down at the top. Yeah. Yep. That and
1: your guest jeans or esprit yep. probably. You know,
0: uh, and, and ladies
1: jeans. Yep um swatch watches we talked about before right. wayfarer sunglasses the uh-huh. ray-bans uh, how about this big hair yep we all had big hair if you oh, had yeah. hair I, roger randall i know we had big hair didn't we buddy uh it was the 80s big hair because of hair metal music hair bands were big in the 80s uh, but that also brought along with some of the negative things the piercings and the tattoos and the ripped bleach clothing i mean Fashion was all over the place in the 80s. Like Warner's Janice's. Yeah. "Yeah, yeah." US president was Ronald Reagan. And the world population was around 5 billion. 5.15, I think is what they were saying. And in the news in the 80s, in 1988, you might remember this, the Iran-Contra affair.
0: I almost brought this up long, last episode, yeah. but I didn't because we got I got sidetracked and thank the Lord it wasn't appropriate. No, that's but okay. I remember this so clearly. Do you yeah. guys remember those televised- Lieutenant
1: uh, Colonel Oliver North. I Ollie do North, not recall. And Vice Admiral John Poindexter. I They're indicted do on not charges.
0: recall. Do you remember how many times he said that? <laughs> yeah. I do not recall.
1: Yeah. George Herbert Walker Bush uh, was uh, elected over Michael Duggan's caucus in the u.s presidential election um and uh, the big quote of the year from him from that was read my lips no, no new, new taxes, taxes right <laughs> debbie gibson was the youngest artist to write Produce and perform a number one single on the Billboard Hot 100 with her song Foolish Beat. Did for her. Yeah. So on the radio, we were probably hearing songs like uh, from George Michael and In Excess. Yeah. Uh, George Harrison had a song Got My Mind Set on yep. You, right? Great Produced song. by Jeff Lynn from Loved ELO. It. George Harrison was the first and last Beatle to have a number one in the U.S. with My Sweet Lord in 1970. He was the first Beatle to have a, a number one and Got My Mind Set on You in 1988. Wow. So he sealed up uh, both decades yep. there uh rick astley everybody hates getting rick rolled, rick rolled. never gonna give you up right that Baylor was the big song loves in loves that
0: that's uh, so funny i love that that has come around yeah
1: i yeah. think that's great here's one that i really loved about music in 1988 you've probably heard this story israel kamaka Owole called a studio at 3 a.m and asked if he could record because he had a good idea and the studio owner said yes, even though he'd already closed the studio. And 15 minutes later, he recorded Israel playing his ukulele and recorded What a Wonderful World and Over the Rainbow in one take that's
0: such a cool recording the song we He's hear on no that. longer with yes, us. He's he passed, passed a few years ago but that is a wonderful recording it, it, it almost it really evokes emotion yeah, when yeah. I hear it It
1: does Chicago was big in sports in August they the Cubs played their first ever night game at Wrigley Field defeating the New York Mets six to four and then in December the Fog Bowl the NFL game held December 31st 1988 between Philadelphia Eagles and Chicago Bears had a fog rollover that was so dense that the fans couldn't see the players, and the refs had to call what happened after every play because the players couldn't even see the sidelines. And the Bears won 20 to <laughs> 12. I can't believe they
0: played. That's and they crazy. they went on and played.
1: Wow. So, so, Roger, I think, mentioned the space shuttle. Yes, uh, they resumed the space shuttle program two and a half years after Challenger disaster happened in 86. Uh, the unveiling of the U.S. stealth bomber. Doppler radar was invented that year. CDs outsold. Lots. What a big year. Yeah, vinyl records. How about this? One of your favorite movies in yep. theaters, yep. Beetlejuice. Yeah, it is. Is. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Coming to America, Cocktail, Rain Man, Big, Twins, lots of big movies. And on TV, we were watching Roseanne, The Cosby Show, A Different World, cheers, who's the boss. Lots of cool stuff. Wow. Right? wow. That was the year that was 1988. What a great year. And uh, we're looking back over here real quick. Uh, Aquanet is solely responsible for global, global yep, warming, says Ben Hill said. Yep. And uh-huh. uh, look
0: at this. Um, ben says that Ethan hacked the Apple TVs at Rooster's, which is a restaurant here, and Rickrolled the entire ah. restaurant. That's hysterical. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kudos you to Ethan. you imagine eating your also, chicken strips and getting Rickrolled, right? That's funny. Judy yeah. Sally
0: says in 1988, she was teaching in the Philippines. Wow. That's beautiful, Judy. That's that's
1: awesome. You That's guys, awesome. our
0: time has come to an end. Yeah. It has oh, been the fastest hour in television.
1: Don't forget that one. That will be next show. But Angie said she she and Tracy got married oh, in December of 89.
0: Oh, so we'll, we'll next, talk about that. The next
1: year, next episode. That's Thursday so Night Live, 9 p.m. Uh Eastern time, that's where we're gonna be for that. And uh so oh, and then Roger says that vinyl records have now outsold CDs this last that's year. So, cool. so flip on the, the whole thing, you know.
0: You guys, it's been great being with you. We love you so much, and I hope you know the Lord Jesus Christ loves you so so very much. If you need prayer, if you have concerns, if there's something you want to talk about, reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you because we care so much about you.
1: Yes, 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 yes. And we look forward to hanging out with you again on Thursday night. We'll get some other stuff produced during the week. Hopefully, this week maybe we'll do a song or to and uh, put some things out there for you to feel entertained and connected while we're waiting for Thursday to get here.
0: We love you. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Bless you guys. That's all for now. We'll see you soon.
0: Thanks for tuning into the good morning show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages and drop us a line at our website, the Thanks for listening.